Thanksgiving, November 24th, 2022. Give thanks with a thankful heart. 22 times I've had the pleasure of preaching the text for Thanksgiving, and for that, I am indeed thankful. Thankful for these words, because in the most troubling times of our lives, we have found them to be, without fail, faithful in all things. I know. How can a simple reading from a book written by over 40 old men thousands of years ago possibly be useful to anyone today? In a time when health care, home life, national and local security means something more than ever before, how can a few words projected on a screen help with any of that? And furthermore, possibly matter at all? It is mind-boggling when you think about all our needs, real needs. We had quite a taste of that this year, didn't we? The price of goods and services skyrocketing this year due to inflation. All we usually had was not readily available as it had been in the past. Whether it was a car part to keep your car running or just buy a new car at all. Whether it was the astonishing rise of food prices and availability. Whether it was the cost of insurance, clothing, gas, virtually everything. We got a good dose of reality on what we should be thankful for. Because in just a matter of months... We lost all of it, didn't we? A while ago, one of my favorite TV shows had a great line concerning a character who realized part of his life was ending and didn't appreciate what he had when he had it. When he realized it, he turned to the camera and said, I wish there was a way to know you were in the good old days before you actually left them. And that's the rub, isn't it? How can you know that? Well, the truth is, you can't. Well, sometimes the good old days are awful when they're in the middle of it. And the last thing you would ever think is that you could consider these the good old days later. I remember deploying to Panama in the army to fix a country after we broke it when we invaded Panama and deposed President Manuel Noriega. My unit, heavy combat engineers, were deployed to fix bridges, build schools, and repair streets. Mostly get the infrastructure up and running again that we destroyed to immobilize his army and then took care of some things that we didn't break but would help heal the country and make it better for the next generations. Hearts and minds mission, they told us. Well, it was miserable for us. We had to work 12, 14, and 16-hour days. We were housed in barracks with no air conditioning and screens for windows, which meant you were sweaty all night and kept awake by the panther prides roaring all night long, echoing right into the room. There was nothing to do because the Panamanians kept their distance from us, so when we did get a break, we sat around the sweaty barracks playing cards or reading books. Yeah, no television to watch because we knocked out all the TV stations too. But I will never forget this one sergeant who was smiling and laughing through it all. And all he would say is, isn't this great? We're experiencing stories we get to tell our grandchildren. Man, he had perspective. Somehow, unlike all of us, he found a way to know that he was in the good old days before 
he left them. Okay, I will allow that is the exception, not the rule. Most of us must have hindsight to see that clearly. But I believe that we do have sergeants in our lives during difficult times if we're just willing to listen to their joyful encouragement when they tell us someday we will really appreciate all of this. At the time, they drove you nuts. They were the eternal optimist. They were seemingly unaffected by the chaos. And sometimes they were the one grinning from ear to ear when it seemed the most terrifying. When we were houseboating on Lake Powell in Utah years ago, wind shoals would come up on the lake that were powerful enough to blow you off the top of the houseboat and send you crashing into the water or onto hard rock if you were anchored at shore. Kind of like an instant tropical storm, which usually sent all of us screaming and running around frantically trying to secure belongings before they were swept into the depths of the lake, never to be retrieved. Oh, how many favorite bathing suits, towels, cameras, and fishing gear went right over the side before we could secure them. We always lamented the chaos of the moment, but one of our boatmates, Craig, loved it. One time we were screaming when the gale force wind started and the waves were racking the boat. We terrifyingly did everything we could to hold on to a leeward pitching boat and secure items when on the water, I saw Craig grinning from ear to ear, paddling a kayak furiously and screaming like a banshee, Yeah! Adventure! Sidebar, absolutely no one thought he was funny except me. So we can either appreciate those optimistic people God gives us or we can despise the situation and them as well. But even when we do not have that optimistic Oli, we have someone else that knows that what we're going through by his will is ultimately a blessing. And maybe, just maybe, even the good old days. You see, God always knows it's the good old days before we ever leave them. And God guides us today with these words that are every bit as important in the middle of difficult times as any missing security, insurance, or safety may be. Deuteronomy 8.3 starts with us saying, Man does not live by bread alone, but man lives by every word that comes from the mouth of the Lord. God's word is nourishment that no caloric intake can surpass. The very eternal life of the individual hangs on these fundamental truths that speak to them when they are in the greatest moments of need, giving them hope, perspective, and stories to tell their grandchildren how God's word got them through it all. When I was going through the hardest training, living the Spartan lifestyle, challenged, troubled, and desperately homesick, it was my portals of prayer every night that gave me that moment of peace and encouragement to make it just one more day. Psalm 67 tells us, For you judge the peoples with equity, and you guide the nations upon the earth. This gives us hope when evil and corrupt leadership ruin communities and destroy people's lives. We are reminded that they can do nothing that God does not approve, because he is the omnipotent power of the universe and holds everything in his hands. That gives us real hope that God is using every situation, good and bad, to bring true eternal justice to his people. 
so we can rest assured during unjust situations, true justice will always prevail. First Timothy 2 says, God desires all people to be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. That means that Jesus' death on the cross was for everyone, and that gives us joy to know that even those who don't know that were on his mind when he died on the cross and rose from the dead. That means our primary mission is an easy one. Let them know that they are saved by the work and accomplishment of Christ right there on the cross. It's like the joy of telling the lottery winner they got the winning ticket or walking up to the raffle winner and letting them know their meager piece of paper means they are the winner. How fun it is when you get to tell the one who always loses that today you are the winner. In Christ, we get to do this every day because so many that are lost in this world can be found in Christ. What a joy to give them the joy of Jesus. Finally, Luke recounts the grateful leper and Jesus says, rise and go your way. Your faith has made you well. This is the coup de grace, the ultimate of ultimates because our faith is founded in the very King of Kings. For we know that our ultimate healing in all things comes not from the quality of our faith, but rather through the one in whom we have faith. That is knowing what so few know. We can count on Jesus for everything we need. We can count on the one who created the good old days before we ever knew they were good old days. We now have the perspective of Christ rather than the perspective of a selfish, petulant child. We even see the world for what it really is. God's creation that needs loving, serving, and in a word, unrelenting saving. And we can be thankful for that always. Now may that peace that surpasses all understanding guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus always. Amen.